Hello, and welcome to the Community IT Innovators Technology Topics Podcast, where we discuss nonprofit technology, cybersecurity, tech project implementation, strategic planning, and nonprofit IT careers. Find us at communityit.com. Welcome, everyone, to Community IT Innovators Voices interview series. My name is Carolyn Woodard, and I'm the Outreach Director for Community IT. And today, I'm really excited to be interviewing Eric Fernandez. So, Eric, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, everybody. I'm Eric Fernandez, and I'm an IT Business Manager at Community IT. And how many years have you been with Community IT? It's going to be nine years in March. And what are your responsibilities? You said you're an IT business manager. What What is that? Right, right. Good question. Well, my job entails, uh, well, mainly being a general strategic IT advisor to our clients, to be a liaison in between our clients and our internal uh, departments at Community IT. Uh, I also advise my clients on improvement projects, IT budgeting, uh, licensing software, hardware recommendations, general short and long-term goals and initiatives. Um, I'm their central point of to coordinate such initiatives, right? Not very different from what we call or known as a BCIO, uh, with a little bit of project management thrown in there, uh, thrown in there for good measure. And uh, in a way, we are the face of community IT to our clients. Um, so you mentioned a VCIO. That's a virtual CIO. That's right. That's right. So what do you usually do on a typical day? On a typical day, I would have clients, I would have meetings with my clients uh, to check on their IT needs and their ongoing uh, plans. And um, I also work on reports, requests our clients make on a daily basis, coordinate ongoing projects with our internal departments. Uh, I also have internal meetings with my own team and other community IT teams. Uh, and as usual, there's lots of emails, right? Um, and tickets to work on that our clients open. Uh, there's also some learning on a daily basis uh, as because we need to keep up with the ever-changing technology uh, landscape. So uh, there, there's a lot of that too. So what's the best thing about your job? At Community I would say work-life balance is something that Community provides that is very important to me. But uh, also working alongside smart, talented, and nice people, uh, it's 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 that's that's also you know a great factor there. Uh, the ongoing learning, le- the ongoing learning, right, and being an employee owner are all great things that have made me want to continue working here year after year. What's something about your job that maybe we don't know about, but you'd like others to know? Uh, well, the scope of responsibilities of an IT business manager is pretty wide. So I think uh, that part is sometimes hard to grasp for our colleagues or clients. Some of our colleagues think that we do sales. Some of them think that we are some sort of technical escalation point, uh, something we manage people. Uh, and while there's a tiny bit of those things, it's kind of much more than that in general. I go back to the general IT advisor and guide, guidance role uh, that I previously described uh, as a more accurate description. And I know you said that you do check tickets. And I think that is something that is um, is a great part of the IT business manager role at Community IT. So you see from your clients like what some of the problems 
they're having, but then you're also playing this strategic and kind of advisory role. So you can connect those two things, right? Like if they're having a certain type of problem over and over, then you might give them advice of like, well, just replace, that's a really old laptop that should be replaced. It's having all these problems. Does that ever happen? That's very accurate. And that's actually part of our responsibilities to kind of Take a look at that big picture, and if we notice trends here and there, uh, if notice that something starts happening, you know, more frequently than normal, then we need to start putting all those pieces together, kind of putting all the puzzle together, uh, and come up with you know general uh, recommendations or take action based on those trends that we start noticing. It's. I just feel like it's something that it's. We have a different term for it as well, um, the IT business manager. But it's also something extra that we can offer our clients because they get your expertise, and then the team as well. So there are other experts who are kind of weighing in on strategy and planning, and um, just knowing what tools are available and and kind of how they need to invest in their IT to to have well managed IT. So now I'm going to change gears and go back to take you back to when you applied to community IT. So how did you find out about the job opening and what made you want to apply? Well, that's a good question. I was actually at the time a graduating student at Carlos Rosario School here in Washington, D.C. I was in need of a job in the IT industry and our job coordinator, Carlos Rosario, brought up an opening at community IT. I didn't think twice about applying and applying immediately. And almost nine years later, I'm still here. Do you have any sense of what you had in your background or maybe your personality or your skill set that made you a good fit for community IT when you got the job? Well, I had previous uh, I had previous experience in, um, in, in IT back in my original country of Costa Rica. Uh, in IT-related or IT-adjacent jobs for American companies such as Tech Data, Hewlett-Packard, McKinsey and Company, IBM, Amazon. Uh, so I think that previous experience, even if it wasn't here in America, helped, right? Uh, and I also have a good combination of technical and people skills. And I think that also helped a lot. At Community we're not only about technology, but we're also about people. Yeah, there there aren't actually a lot of MSPs that serve only nonprofits. It's a very you know, specialized skill. Um, so it's a little bit hard to plan a career path around getting a job at community IT, that type of a job. But um, if you could talk a little bit about uh, in your, if you had been planning since high school to try to get this type of a job where you were helping nonprofits, but doing technology also, what advice would you give yourself? I think I would have started working on certifications a lot earlier in my life. And that's one thing that I found when I came here to, to America, that uh, even though without all that previous experience that I had in IT-related jobs, certifications are very important. And, and you know, they're, you know, and so I started working on that. Uh, and I wish I just had that from way before, you know. That's good advice. So if you know you like technology, get started on those certificates. Um, how does someone advance their career in nonprofit technology? What certifications are essential and what other experiences or qualifications should people who want to work in this sector work on to move up the career ladder? Right. Well, certifications are certainly the foundation of most IT careers, right? For beginners, I would say the CompTIA certifications are important to get your foot on the door. 
but as you progressed um, in your career, vendor-specific certifications such as Microsoft, Google, or Apple will get you even farther. Uh, and to move up, you also need to be service-oriented and work on your interpersonal skills. Uh, Networking-wise, I would say attending IT seminars, webinars, IT-related events and gatherings can help you connect with like-minded people and find potential opportunities. Um, what would you say to help someone who is working in nonprofit technology, but maybe who isn't fulfilled in their job or isn't getting the support that they need? Where do you turn for, to for encouragement? And how did you find mentors or training to get the nonprofit technology job that you wanted? Yeah, good. That's a good question. Well, moving to America many years ago, I was lucky enough to find a place in D.C. such as Carlos Rosario School where I was able to find the environment, the guidance, the support, and the mentorship that I needed at the moment. Uh, but I would say that I also have this that same environment at Community IT itself, right? For people who are already into their careers or otherwise don't need to go back to school, I'd say come apply for a job at Community IT. Um, so you talked a little bit about coming here from Costa Rica and um, and going to Carlos Rosario School. Um, do you mind telling us a little bit more about that story? Why? How did you end up in the D.C. area? Right. So that's, that's an interesting question and an interesting story. I was uh, working for um, one of these organizations that I mentioned in the past, uh, the organization uh, had to go through a restructuring and downsizing. And unfortunately, my department was part of the departments that got, you know, closed up. At that moment, I have been uh, working for, for a while now in my life. And, uh, you know, I, I felt like at that moment that I needed some time off. So my plan was to kind of take a sabbatical and just travel around. Uh, I had friends here in Washington, D.C. that told me, you know, come here, you can stay for for a little bit in here. Uh, so my, my 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 plan was to continue, you know, traveling to to a, a few other places. But I came to Washington, D.C. and kind of fell in love with the city and with everything. And uh, one thing led to another and they, I ended up staying here. I, I think that's something that some of our other staff also have mentioned is that there was a lot of serendipity involved. Um, but thank you so much for sharing that story with us. And I want to mention, of course, we do have staff um, who work remotely from other parts of the country. So you don't have to be in D.C., but a lot of us are based around D.C., which is a really fantastic city. That's right. So um, technology support has a lot of stereotypes. Some are fair and some are unfair. So what are some overlooked or unexpected personality traits that you think help people excel at nonprofit technology support? Yeah, when you're working with nonprofits, the people part is very important. You need to have soft skills and an attitude of helpfulness and kindness. The human component is very important, I would say, when you're working with nonprofits. What's one thing you thought you knew about your job coming into it that you learned you were totally wrong about? My previous work experience in IT-related jobs was in kind of cutthroat environments. Uh, and while I was prepared for the same here, I found the atmosphere of camaraderie, service, helping and learning at Community IT to prove me wrong on that. So many of our employees stay for at Community IT for decades. Um, what job in nonprofit technology support would you like to have when you retire? 
Wow, that's that's some time ahead. But um, I think that when you love technology as a means to improve your life and other people's lives, I don't think you ever retire from that, right? Um, uh, but you know, uh, going to your question, I think that when I retire, I hope to be in some sort of IT advisory role, consultancy related role that allows me to use all my experience to help others. Did you have any doubts about joining community IT or about working on technology with nonprofits? And now that you work here, what would you say to someone who's applying? I never had any doubts about uh, joining community IT, to be honest, uh, or working with nonprofit organizations. I, from the get-go, I found it very refreshing, very different, a good challenge, you know, so um, you know, I, I was all for it. Uh, it's just very rewarding work in many ways. Uh, uh, to someone who has doubts, I would say, if you like what you heard here today, you're in the right place. When you meet someone and you have those questions, you know, at a party or dinner or something, someone says, oh, what do you do? Um, what do you tell them? What does community IT do? Uh, that's a good one because people are not familiar with the IT business manager title. Uh, so I tell them that I'm a business IT advisor at an employee-owned company supporting the nonprofit sector. That's a bit of a mouthful, but it kind of helps explain the, the role a little bit more. Yeah, that's true. Well, thank you so, so much for your time today, Eric. I really just enjoyed talking to you and getting to know you a little bit better. And, and thanks for sharing your experience and expertise with us. No, thank you as well. It was my pleasure. Community IT does these free webinars and podcasts for our community. And we love sharing our knowledge and experience. If you have more questions or are having trouble with your IT at your nonprofit, please get in touch with us on our website, www.communityit.com, so we can start a conversation or schedule an assessment. Downloading any of our free resources there will get you signed up for our webinar reminders, and you can attend our next webinar in real time and ask our experts your own questions. If you love podcasts, please subscribe and leave us a rating to help others find this leadership resource for nonprofits.